I've been married a long time, so I've had my wedding ring for, yeah, forever. Yeah, where is it? I, uh, a trick I learned a long time ago was to take it off and put it in a bowl of like boiled Windex and it like takes all the dirt off. That's what my wife does. Yeah. Did you learn it from Rachel or did she no, learn it from you? No, we both, we both, it was one of our connecting things. We both already knew that. Oh. And we were like, you do that, I do that. And that's how, <laughs> that's how you find friends. You do a weird thing, I do a weird thing, let's, let's be friends. Uh, okay. It's true. Um, and so this morning I put it in with a couple other rings and I didn't know this, that if you boil it with the rings in and the rings touch, they will burn themselves. And so I burned my ring this morning, just barely on what the What do you mean boiled? So you, you, so what you're not- Because Rachel puts the Windex in the microwave. Yes. And then pulls it out and Correct. sets it in there for like and 30 And then you seconds. put it in there. That's what you're supposed to do. Some but, people are impatient and should not put it in. You should not put your ring in the bowl and then microwave it. But I did that this morning. Winnie. I know. You can't put metal in the microwave. I, I, it's not metal. It's, it's, it's metal. It's gold. Gold is metal and it's not pure gold. Are yeah. you serious? You yeah. don't know the, you can't put metal? The jeweler metal? yelled You're at me. You're going to burn your house down. That's what he told me. He, he yelled at me this morning. But I burned. I'm going to yell at you right well, now. I, you are. Has Aaron yelled at you yet? No, he doesn't know yet. Get her, Aaron. <laughs> he doesn't know yet. But uh, so I burned the tip of the prong and the other tip of the other ring. They like burned together. It was only three minutes. I just put it on microwave for three minutes. <laughs> three minutes. It welded. It yeah. didn't burn. That's what he it, said. It arc welded yeah. the pieces of metal this together. This is true. So it is at the jewelers. It will be ready on Friday. <laughs> I would be ticked. But it's a good thing. But I learned Aaron a valuable you. lesson that you can't do that. <laughs> but I'm telling you, I've been doing it for, I've been doing it for a long time. I That's just never. I never usually How many do. microwaves have y'all had? Uh, y'all, no, uh, not like they don't blow up. I'm serious. Yeah, I've done it a lot of times. So well, thank God I've never burned the house down till now. Till now, I almost tried. Rachel had accidentally put something in the microwave one one time, and our microwave caught on fire. I remember this. And I and had, you had to, to rip it out. Rip it out I of remember. the wall and throw it in the garage, because I thought the magneto or mag something in there started freaking out. Hey, you save the day though. Yep. It's a struggle to live life. It's hard. Hey, you've learned a lesson. I've learned a valuable lesson. And luckily, I didn't have to learn it too hard of a way. I have to pay some money to fix my ring. But other than that, I could have burned my whole... He told me I've yes. I've repaired a ring for someone who burned their entire house down yeah. because they did that. And yeah, I was it's like, a good thing. My bad. Yeah, we would not be doing this podcast right now no. if your house burned down today. No, we would all be at my house <laughs> and I'd be crying real hard. Uh, so, sorry, love. Yep, so I, I burned my... I burned my ring today. This okay, well, listen, wherever you are in life, whatever you know or don't know, Jesus loves you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, tip, tip of the day, don't put metal in the microwave, people. No. Don't, don't put metal in the microwave. But sometimes you live and learn. I just don't know how you lived all these years and haven't learned that yet. I know, I don't know either. <laughs> I what else? Put... What we should do an episode called "What Else Doesn't Whitney Know." <laughs> <laughs> we can get Rachel and I can I interview. Not... I can ask y'all both things because sometimes Rachel will say stuff and I'm like, wait. What? You you don't know? You don't know that? Yeah, I didn't know. But now I know. So it's good. Uh, on the podcast, we're always talking about how all of us feel like deep in our hearts that God has something more yep. for us, more in our leadership, more for our families, more in our business. And so if you're new to the podcast, welcome. We're super glad that you're joining. Just a conversation between two friends. That's right. Uh, we're, about the, we're pastors yep. uh, here in Texas. Church I'm leaders. the lead pastor. Winnie's our executive pastor. That That's means me. she's the boss lady. Yeah. 
and so we've worked together now for 10 years. Yeah. Uh, and full time, like, like five. Five ish. And uh, man, our best friends, uh, yeah. she's now my wife. Right. My wife's lady named Rachel, and her husband, Aaron, who will be thrilled the house didn't burn down. Uh, he's my best friend and, and yeah. her husband. And so we just get together every yeah. once in a while and we talk about how to pursue the more that God has right. for us. And sometimes it's a struggle. It's a tension and a tug in order to get there. It's a fight and it's worth it though. And I love the game of tug of war. Yeah. You know, you get yeah. a rope and people on each side and you're pulling and right. heaving, giving everything that you can to try to win. And that's what life is like. Yeah. Is it's hard sometimes. It is. It's hard. It's difficult. We face, I mean, silly things like that, like little frustrations, but then we face heavy things too. Yeah. And there's a tendency to want to, instead of tug it, is to let go of the rope and walk away. So, you know, the opposite of the tug of more is comfort. Yeah. No, it's right. not comfortable to play tug of war. No. Your hands hurt. Your feet are digging in. Right. You're sweating. You're grunting. There's opposition. Mm -hmm. But if we want to get to more, we have to get beyond being comfortable. Right. But I think that a lot of people in lots of areas, in their ministry, in their marriage, in their finances, in their health, we're just so comfortable yeah. that we think that our comfortability is our king. Yeah. Or or we've or we've had pain, we've had hurt, hmm. and now we're comfortable and we don't want to go ever back to there yeah, again. I already did that. Because when you said I loved the game of tug of war as a kid, I flashed to why I don't love the tug of a war game. Yeah. Because when I was younger, I was smaller and like they would just randomly put me somewhere on the rope because yeah, I'm not that strong. Yeah, you were getting yanked all around. I was getting yanked and one time I remember um, I got my toe stepped on really hard mm -hmm. and it like ripped my toenail off and like it was painful and like the whole summer I'm like having to wear a band-aid <laughs> on my toe. It was so lame. <laughs> and I remember the next time that someone was like, come on, let's play. The, I was You're just like, like no. nope. Yeah. And I'm not doing that. I already got real hurt last time. I'm not trying to do that again. Yeah. And so we kind of as humans, we do that in life. We chase right. comfortability. We do. We chase putting ourselves in positions to not feel stress, pain. pressure, pain, awkwardness. Yeah. Um, but I've learned for me that for me to get to more, sometimes I have to orchestrate my discomfort. Yeah. You have to be like, it's okay if I get stepped on a little bit. It's yeah. okay if it hurts a little bit. Yeah. It's okay. If it's harder than I thought it was going to be, I'm going to intentionally put myself here because this hard thing is going to help me do more hard things. So orchestrate our discomfort. Yeah. There's a couple different places that we can do that. Yeah. And let's just talk about some okay. of the ways that, that we would do that. I know for me that uh, that going to the gym is a way that I orchestrate some discomfort in my life. Yeah. That while I'm there, it's hard. It's difficult. Mm -hmm. It's strenuous. Uh, my friend Sean, who I work out with, he'll have me do things that are not natural for me right. to feel comfortable right. doing. But I've learned something. I've learned that while I'm doing that hard thing, yeah, like if we're doing leg day and I'm squatting a bunch and it's mm -hmm. real heavy and I'm straining, in the moment I'll think, you know, this is going to be way harder than that meeting I have to lead later today. Right. Hmm. And so in a weird way, yeah. this orchestrated discomfort makes the other discomfort feel not as hard. Well, and you're saying also something unique that this physical discomfort is going to help me understand that I can handle this emotional, mental discomfort. For sure. Which I think sometimes we all struggle in different places. Because for yeah. me, like I run from physical things, but but I'll uh, run into mental things. And I think sometimes the mental things of life have now taught me 
hey, you can do that hard thing too. I, I, I am not good at the gym. I'm not good in those moments, but there's been classes I've taken in different moments where I want to quit, but I'm like, wait a minute. You've been strong enough to sit here and do this thing. Keep going. Do yeah. one more rep. Do one more thing. Like we have to, whatever it is, because some, some of us have other areas that it's not as hard, other areas that it is. We have to intentionally put ourselves in the hard things so that when we face uh, more hard things that we're not good and comfortable, we, we can go and do it and not be afraid. Right. When when you're able to to face one adversity, it makes the other adversity easier. A lot easier. For years, I tried to... We did a whole episode on physical health. Yeah. If you haven't listened to it's it and that's one. an area you're struggling yeah. with, man, you've got to go and glean yeah. some wisdom from that. But for years, I was trying to get it under control and I just couldn't fix my diet and I couldn't make it to the gym. Right. But I realized... The reason that I couldn't do those things is because I wasn't waking up early enough mm. to go but and to meal prep. But mm. the reason I wasn't waking up early enough is because I wasn't going to bed early right. enough. And so now that I, I, so what I've done is I've set an alarm in my phone, mm -hmm. not for when I wake up. Well, yes, for when I wake up, but also for when I go to bed. Yeah. And so establishing discomfort in your life creates freedom. No, it's true. Establishing discipline in your yeah, life. I was gonna say it's discipline. Discipline gives you freedom, which doesn't sound right. Right. No. Because it feels like, man, if I create rules for myself, I don't have freedom. Right. But freedom is a lot more than just like being a hippie and like doing a bunch of stuff and not having any rules. When I if you have a tug towards more. Correct. If right. you want to accomplish something and not just be a bum. Right. If you want to do something great, there had better be some areas of discipline in your life because those discipline steps are the things that's going to help you advance towards more. No, it's true. And and the discipline, just the small disciplines, the making your bed in the morning. You know, they say that if people yeah. who are successful make their bed because they've at least accomplished something yeah. in the day. And so we can look at these little disciplines and think they're not that big a deal, yeah. but they add up. And the more we uh, run from those. We how can we ever do the bigger hard thing if we can't do these simple hard, no, small hard? That's things? really good. I don't make my bed. <laughs> Confession. <laughs> no. But what I do do is when my alarm goes off, I have my feet on the floor within ten seconds. Yeah. It's a discipline. Yeah. Because I know that if I did that hard thing, if when the alarm goes off instead of snoozing it nine times. Mm -hmm. I know some people getting convicted right now watching this. Instead of hitting snooze nine times, I know that if I force my feet on the floor in 10 seconds, yeah. then I'm going to actually start my day. Yeah. And then that helps me push through the, the difficult things. Because like for me in my career, sometimes I don't want to write a sermon. Yeah. I don't want to. Right. I don't want to do the research. I don't want to sit in a little office. I don't want to do well, the work. Or your brain is tired because you've done some other things. My and brain it's is like, tired, man. How do I man. even organize that? Right. But when I was able to push myself out of the bed and hit my feet, have, have my feet hit the floor, I'm able to push for three hours in sermon prep on on a certain day. Well, you know what else the the hard gives us the confidence to, that I don't make my bed every day, but we do uh, pull the like pull the covers straight. Oh yeah, I mean we'll. Yeah, but I but for a lot of years I didn't. It was just however I got up is what I got up, and. I think that there's something to the like the chaos around us that then we just become kind of chaos too. Right. That that if we're not saying, hey, I'm going to make it structured and I'm going to make it the way uh, it, I want it to be, that gives us the confidence then to go, hey, I did that. I look good. My room looks good. My house looks good. I can go do the thing I'm supposed to do. And so little hard disciplines give us the confidence to know we can keep going. Yeah. I think it's super important. Yeah. What? Well, you have a new thought? No, I. it's just we love comfort so much. Why do you think 
that is. Because we're Americans. Yeah, like because life is relatively simple. Yeah. We sleep in these beds made of foam. Right. In air conditioning. Yeah. With running water. It's true. Oh, man. We have Wi-Fi. They turned my water off the other day because the construction worker uh, hit something while he was doing uh, some construction. And Why has it got to be a he? It might have been a she construction worker. It might have been. You're right. See how Wait. the tables have turned oh. at the tug of more. <laughs> it could have been. I have no idea. But they turned our water off for like six hours. And I was so yeah. panicked. Yeah. I already took a shower. I wasn't cooking a meal. Yeah. I didn't need to do dishes that fast. What am I panicked for? No. But I was like, when is it going to be back on? When yeah. is it going to be back on? I wanted to know. So. And we're ran, we're ran so much by our comfort. Right. And, and so, so, you know what I did? Went to Chick-fil-A. Because I can be comfortable. I'm, I'm going to buy food. That's absurd. Yeah. We're, we we have everything at our fingertips. Yeah. Everything's accessible. And I think that in our effort for comfort and refusal to get uncomfortable, we don't advance. Absolutely. Because advancement is hard. It's hard. And so we've talked on the podcast about all kinds of things. Yeah. We already talked about physical health. What about emotional health? Yeah. You know the reason that people don't go to counseling? Because it's hard. Because it's hard. It's hard. Because they don't want to drive somewhere, yeah. pay the money, and then have to talk about their feelings because that's hard. Yeah. They don't want it to go to marriage counseling because that's going to cause a fight and confusion and it's going to be hard. It is, yeah. But those are the only things that bring advancement. Right. The reason that I am who I am is because of the struggle that I've went through. Yeah. The reason you are who you are it's is true. because of the struggle you've went through. No, it's true. So the things that define us are the heavy things that we've walked through. Yeah. But yet today when we're faced with a heavy thing... We try to dismiss it, but that heavy thing we're, we should walk through today is the thing that will define us who we should be in the future. That's true. No. That's a giant idea. I don't know if I gave it well enough. No, I get the it. The hard things that you right. should be willing to walk through now will define who you will be next month and next year and for yeah. the next decade of your life, Yeah. but only if you walk through them. Well, we get soft. We get soft. Because we went through the hard thing, and the hard thing made us real gritty. Like, I had a lot of grit when I was in seasons that were yeah. really difficult. But then we finally get to where we were trying to get. Yeah. And, and and we know there's more, but at least we got here. Yeah. And then we just can be like, and we lose the grit. We yeah. lose the, the fight. We lose, and we're like, if I do that, and we remember the pain, and we're like, ooh, I don't know if I want to do that again. Is it worth it? Yeah. How long will it take me to get there? How how much energy will I have to give? What will I sacrifice along the way? All those what if questions start yeah. coming in, and we just we just want to stay still. We just led a conference here at Living Church for pastors, yeah, trying to break through some growth barriers yep. in their church. Yeah. And we had a hundred people. Yeah, hundred. Oh. It was like one hundred eighteen. Is how many people? Hundred hundred eighteen. Yeah pastors and leaders from other churches in the area that came into the house to learn about like how to break through some growth hurdles. Yeah. And I'm convinced that one of the major reasons that churches don't grow is because the leadership is comfortable. Yeah. You get to a point that you've got enough people coming that you don't have to do everything. Right. You've got enough people coming that you're getting a paycheck yeah. and you got insurance and there's no more grind. Right. There's no more desire for hustle. Yeah. And we all want to be somebody great, but do you know how hard right. some of these leaders work? Right. Do you know how hard Craig Rochelle right. works? Right. How Absolutely. hard? You name the person. You name the industry. If they're at the top of their game, they're working hard. Right. But I think that sometimes we get to a certain level of success, and then we coast. Yeah. 
and we just like put it in neutral and we're just going to like live the thing out. We're just going to get paid and have some vacations, but we're not really doing anything. Yeah. No, I think that. But that's not more. No, it's not more and it's not going to get us to more. And, and we can then get stuck in a cycle of just comfort where then what happens is a little hard thing comes because in this world we will have trouble. That's just life. And we kind of freak out. Yeah. And that doesn't just take us uh, from g- stepping into more. It actually starts pulling us backward. For sure. And so instead Because things are either living or dying. Yeah. There, there's no, there's there's no, no yeah. stable. No, it's true. You have to either keep pushing forward or you're shrinking back. And so we have to be willing to s- s- do things that we know are difficult. Sometimes it's uh, the way we do that is by giving ourselves a good pep talk. I remember a meeting that I had to walk into and I knew what I was about to do was really hard and mm-hmm. I didn't want to do it and I didn't want to go. And I was like, the, the fact was I was going in to say, hey, we need to have a meeting, come have a meeting with me. And I knew I could go home right now and that person would never know that I needed to have this meeting and it never would happen and it would be fine. Yeah. But I had to instead, I remember walking out actually the doors around the building of the church and saying, hey, you need to handle this today because if you don't, it's still going to be on your back tomorrow. Yeah. Handle it today. Walk in the room. You know what you're saying. You know what you're doing. Get it done. Yeah. And it's silly, but that I was like, yes, ma'am, I will. And I went and did the thing. So and good. so sometimes we have to just look ourselves in the face and say, like, you can do hard things. Yeah. You know, this is not fun. That's fine. Own it. Identify it's not easy. But once you've said it, it's not going to be easy. Yeah. Let's go do it. Putting off problems doesn't erase them. No, they're still there. They're and in still fact, there. they start piling up. They they grow, they stockpile. Yeah. yeah. And if we could just know, man, let me deal with this thing now. Yeah. It 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 won't be bigger tomorrow. No, right. And it's not easy, but but it's worth it. And then the truth is, once you've done that hard thing, the next time I had to do that kind of a meeting, it was easy. Because you were stronger. I was like, oh, I've already done this and I already know what to do. Lifting heavy things creates strength. Yeah. And so, man, I, I want I want people to not be afraid of the tough, right? Of the tough conversation. Yeah. Sometimes we avoid conversation or conflict, right? Or saying things that might make us look weak, or might tell someone else that they're out of right. line, because we just want this the uh, we don't want to rock the boat, right? But if we if we won't ever rock the boat, then man. The boat's not going to move. Right. We can't expect to be in high levels of leadership or high levels of advancement in life um, if we're not willing to be the one that does makes hard decisions, makes the hard calls. People don't realize that, I think, sometimes. But, like, the the, the higher you go on the food chain or whatever, the, the heavier the pressure is, yeah. the, the harder the things are. And so if you're not willing to carry hard, then you can't expect to keep stepping up anymore. Yeah. You can't expect to keep promoting in life where you want to go. And so... You got to do it. You just got to say, I can do this and do and do it, really. And so it starts with making the list. Mm-hmm. Like making the list of the things that you don't want to do or the things that are hard or challenging and putting a timeline to it. Absolutely. Putting a date to it and saying, I will have this conversation. I will call the counselor. Yeah. I will sit down and build a budget. Right. I will build a food prep plan. Right. Just, just no, doing just the do hard it. work. 
I think it's simple. I mean, McKinley, my daughter, was trying to clean out her closet the other day and organ like her room's just a mess all the time. And <laughs> she's a teenager and she and she literally told me, she's like, I just have other things in life I'd rather do. And I was like, I, I know you do. Of course you of do. Of course you do. But this is our house and we pay for it. You're gonna clean yeah. the room. But I did. I helped her. I built a checklist for her, like with little boxes and all the things. And I said, it it feels really hard. Mm -hmm. You walk in and the room is chaos and it looks like a mess. But when you do it like this, it's only five boxes. And I think sometimes yeah. we get so overwhelmed by the problems and the hard and the difficult that if we just put it down in a checklist, we realize, oh, it's actually only five problems. No, I was talking to my counselor about this. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. And so I'd said to him one day, I was stressed out with some stuff. And I said, man, I feel like I just have 200 problems. I feel like I have so many things that I don't know how to do. I don't I'm just overwhelmed. Yeah. I can't do it. Yeah. And he said, 200 problems? Yeah. He said, list them out for me. I was like, are you serious? It's going to take the whole hour. Right. And I'm like, I'm paying you. I don't want to spend my whole hour. Yeah. <laughs> and so I start listing them out and I got to 38 things. 38. Yeah. And so he's like numbering them. And he's writing them down on his little pad. And he says, that's 38. Any more? And I couldn't think of anything else other than if it was something attached to something. Right. Or, uh, and he said, okay, do you think you can do 38 things? And I was like. Yes. Yes. Right. I can't pick up 200, but I can pick up 38. Yes. And so what you're saying is when you put them down and like, these are the areas that I need to start working on yeah. and then just pick one and yeah. don't pick the funnest one. That's what I told pick her. Pick the monster. That's pick the I, hardest one. That's what I told her. I said, I actually, I put it in order of the hardest first Yeah. because if you'll accomplish the hardest one first, then the next one is actually easier. Yeah. Like tackle it. Cause that's what we do. Yeah. We put the we, list of all the things we need to do. And one of them is like catch up on our TV shows. And then we're like, I'm going to watch that one. one. <laughs> right. It doesn't no, count. No. Right. And so if we can do that, I think for me anyway, once I've done something hard, then I can look back at it and I'm proud of myself. And, mm -hmm. and then I'm like, let's go, let's keep doing it. Yeah. Let's keep going. Yeah. I think it's important. Um, yeah, we don't want to feel the discomfort because it's disc it's uncomfortable. Right. It doesn't it doesn't, it feel, doesn't good. feel like good. right now living church is in this place of kind of extreme discomfort. Yeah. Yeah. Uh no. We we own a building. Yep. It's where we film right here. This from yep. here our, our Matlock location. And it's a beautiful building. Yeah. It's really nice. It looks good. We're right. proud of it. It's a yep. good foot forward. Anybody who visits is it going to be like, man, this church has their junk together. Right. Like it's a good looking building, yeah. but we outgrew it. Yep. Out of space, four services, and we felt like the Lord told us to go back to set up and tear down. Mm. And so every week we have a team that meets at an offsite location that we pay stupid money to rent. Yeah. On Saturday and sets up. Then a whole other team comes on Sunday and they set up. Right. Trailers and trucks. Yeah. And oh, things they, and breaking. they pick those trailers up from a totally different location. Like it, there's so much. There's intricacy so much intricacy detail to somewhere it. out there. We have a time lapse video of our setup and teardown yeah. process yeah. to just see the immensity of what we're right. doing every single week, and it's super uncomfortable. Right. And all the time, I think to myself, and we could simplify this. Right. I could just say, let's go back to Matlock. Yep. It's too hard. Right. But there's this tug. Yep. There's this tug of more in me yeah. that knows that God has called us to do something yeah. great. And greatness takes difficulty. It does. It does. And it's not easy, but you have to give yourself the grace because what we're doing is super hard. And and so that means that sometimes we don't do it perfect. 
It means that sometimes okay. we screw it up. It mm -hmm. means that, and, and we as people don't even screw it up. The technology fails, or the trailer breaks down, or gets a constantly, flat tire, constantly. or the the wall for the kids' room breaks. Like just silly things happen all the time because we're tugging into more. And I think when we're stepping into more and we're doing hard things, we have to give ourselves the grace to understand we're not going to do it perfect yet. Right. Because that's why it's hard. Because the first time you do something, you're not great at it. No, that's why it's hard. Yeah. It would be easy if it, we could do it perfectly. But if we're in the setup and teardown thing for another year yeah. or two years. Yeah, we're going to get it a whole lot it's better. It's going to be a machine. Right. It's going to be a machine. The teams Absolutely. are going to grow. Everything's going to start to get simplified and figured out. And it won't be as difficult. It won't be. But already, yeah. we've been doing it a year now. Right. And already, we've made a bunch of advancements. Absolutely. It's easier now than it was, and it's better. We've yeah. got better cameras. Yep. We added roving camera shots. Right. All these things, setup is going faster. Mm -hmm. We've got more guys moving trailers and right. it's simpler. But in the beginning, it was so, so hard. Right. Now it's still hard, but it's not as hard as it was. Right. Because we've we've just been doing it. And so like the reason that you don't want to start a business is because of it's it's hard. Yeah. The reason you don't want to go and ask for a raise or into the step in a new position is because it's hard. Right. The reason that you don't want to get into a dating relationship is because it's hard. The reason you yeah. don't want to go to the gym or build a budget is because it's hard. Yeah. And this idea that stuff is hard is stopping us from the more that God has for yeah, us. Yeah. So good. And you know, you said it before, but the reason why you've been good or why we were good, why it was easier even to build the plan to do this setup and tear down season is because you've done it before. Yeah. You've done setup and tear down before. And like our old struggle made it so that this was an easier thing because we already at least had some idea of what it was going to yeah, look on like. A, we did it on a smaller scale. Yeah, years ago. But it made me not intimidated because I already beat it once. Correct. I beat you five years ago. Right. I'm about to beat you this time right. too. Right, and now our team is bigger and, yeah. and our, our areas are stronger. We have way more money. Like all these pieces that it was like, oh, this looks like a daunting, terrifying thing, but I remember that we could before and now we have even more. I think we can. Yeah. And, and so it's interesting how in life, the more hard you do, the more hard you're able to do. So let's put out a promise. Okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> if if there's something that you want to do, it's going to be really hard. Oh, yeah. But I promise if you keep doing it for four months, it'll start to feel easier. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I promise if you go to the gym, it'll start to be easier in four months. Yeah. I promise if you start living by a budget right. and not spending all your money right. going out to eat, it'll be hard in the beginning, yep. but it'll start to get easy. Yep. I promise if you go to counseling, it's right. going to be super hard and you're going to be crying, get mad and think your counselor doesn't understand you. But if you go every week for four months, yeah. it's going to start to feel yeah. easier. It's true. Because God built us to pick up resistance and build muscles and neurological pathways right. to handle this new pressure. I can hear the questions of people listening who are like um, saying, okay, cool, I'm going to do it, but how? Having a plan, yeah. like making a strategy, a real doing, doing some research. Yeah. So, like, if you want to start something, do a little research on, like, you know, if we if we fail to plan, then we plan to fail. Correct. So, like, figure out a little bit, like, how are we going to do this? How am I going to start a business? Yeah. How am I going to get in shape? How am I going to build a budget? How am I going to start a business? How am I going to do counseling? No, it's good. Build a plan. Yeah. And then stick with it no matter what. No matter what. Today, I went to the gym, and I knew I was going to get on the stepper, Stairmaster, and I wanted to do it for 40 minutes. That's a long time. That's a long time. I, I don't know how you did that. I don't but know the that. reason that I did it, I set it to four, which is yeah. not super fast, but not slow. No, right. 
And I, I got to about 25 and I was like ready to be done. And then I was like, I'm not going to die. I can do this. I'm alive. I'm not going to die. Right. Like, this is hard. I'm pouring sweat. I'm look, my shirt's all sticking to me. I'm, my water bottle ran out. I'm not going to die. Yeah. And I think that sometimes uh, in the middle of the moment we want to give up, we have to ask ourselves, am I about to die? Right. No, no, there's that whole no, phrase. No. I'm just uncomfortable. Right. Did you die? No, you didn't. So, like, keep going. And so in it, just know you're not going to die. That's God's good. with you. No, that's good. God's for you. And, uh, and keep pushing. And then the, the next thing I think is continue to make adjustments. Right. You know, your husband, Aaron, he's a pilot. Well, he oversees a bunch of airports, but he's also a pilot. Yeah. And he told me that, that when an airplane takes off from one destination to another, it has like a GPS mm-hmm. and like a, 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 a path yes. that it's going on. A plan. Yeah, and a flight plan. A flight plan. Yes. But he said that constantly while you're flying, what you're actually doing is just adjusting to be on the flight plan. Right. Because a plane does not fly perfectly straight. Correct. There's wind and drag yep. and different weights of the airplane. And he said, so essentially, the whole time you're flying, all you're doing is you're adjusting right. to where you're trying to go. Yeah. And so we can't get so stuck in this is the only way to success. Really no, no, good. Just redirect. Yeah. So like... If you thought that you were going to start another service and it was going to be bring your growth and it didn't, okay, stop doing the service. Right. Oh, well, we're going to do this discipleship thing and it's going to bring us growth. Well, if it doesn't work, stop right. stop doing it and 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 readjust. Oh man, I was going to do keto and keto didn't work. Okay, do paleo. Right. Go vegan. Go eat a little protein bar. I don't know what you need. Right. Like we have to be get our pride off of us yes. and be willing to readjust. And and recognize that my heart doesn't have to be your heart and your heart doesn't have to be my heart. Yep. Like we try to compare and go, well, that's what they did. That was hard. So let yep. me go do that thing yeah. too. No, because we're not all going to the same place. Right. We're all tugging for more, but all of our mores look different. Yeah. And so, What's hard for one might be easy for you yeah, and vice and, versa. And so uh, decide and understand what God's calling you to do and then tug into that, step into that hard thing. I think it's... I think that can help us then stay on the track of where we're going, not where anybody else is going. Um, also, set a realistic goal. I'm really bad at this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. But yeah, I'm no, re- you're more guy. So you're always wanting more. And yeah. so your goals are always uh, just the other a day, little higher than most people should be. Just the other day, we were, we were with our staff talking about SummerSlam, yes. which is like a three night revival that yes. we do in the summer and i'm like okay how many do you guys think we're gonna have attend this God, event and the minute he asked it i was like why did he do this to Be- himself because in my head i'm like shooting for the moon i'm like of we're always. gonna have people stand in the parking lot i think in a recent podcast you said shoot for the moon and you'll get there you won't just land among the lame stars the or stars something are like lame that. get to the moon and i was like yeah yeah so there's a realistic goal. Right. If you're trying to build a budget and get out of debt. Right. I don't think that it's wise to say you're going to get out of debt and save $100,000. And pay your house in, off. In the next six months. Right. If you only make $60,000 a year. Right. It's just not going to work. Right. But this is this is sometimes what causes discouragement. Yeah. And so for me, really in good. my weight loss health journey, yeah. is I keep setting goals and I just kept missing them. Right. I'm going to lose 50 pounds in three months. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to bench press 500 pounds. I'm going to do all these things. And I'm setting these absurd goals. Right. And then when I fall short, I'm all discouraged. And so I think 
there's a balance of don't set a goal that's so lame you don't have to struggle. Right. right. Don't make it so short that it's easy, but don't make it so far that no human could accomplish it. You got to calculate the growth. Calculate the growth, and sometimes you've got to put other eyeballs on on your goal. Because just the other day we were talking about it, and you said like I wanted to be at this goal X Y Z by this date, and I was like, yeah, but remember the last time that you were at this exact spot, you're way far beyond where you were then. Yeah. And you're like, oh yeah, it, we have to calculate where we've already come from. Yeah. Because sometimes we get discouraged. It's like, oh wait, I did do something really hard already. Yeah. Now I can keep going into more. Yeah. My my expectation affects my experience. It's true. So have have some realistic goals. Let some other trusted people that yeah. have experience put eyeballs on yeah, those. It's good. If you're not in shape, do not have your friend who's also out of shape be the person who tells you how much weight you should lose. Right. No, no, no. no. Have somebody who knows about yeah, that. Yeah, right. If you're uh, in, in a business and you're trying to make some advancement, don't ask your buddy who just works for somebody and doesn't understand what it right. is to lead an organization. Right, right. Ask somebody else to have some right. input. No, it's good. So that you can, you can be tugged towards more. The, the struggle is important because what I know, nobody wants to hear the story of somebody who got everything handed to them. No, because we're all just like, that's not my story. So like I know I. guys, I know guys who pastor big churches yeah. because the guy before them grew a big church. Yeah, right. And then now that dude retired or died or whatever. And they're maintaining. And now here they are. Yeah. And they're the pastor of this big church. Right. So? No, right. Like, and? Right. But there's something about learning from a person who who grew it. Yeah. Who who accomplished it. No, it's Who awesome. went through the struggle. No, it's really true. And so, yeah, the struggle's hard, but that's the reason people will know know your name. No, it's good. We only know David because he fought a giant. Right. If David would have fought a guy that was seven foot, would have been like, whatever. eh, whatever. Yeah. I've seen a dude who's seven He just foot. had a better left hook or something. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's, it, it's not, I think that's so important of like, as we're saying, calculate the growth, but then like, write it down. Yeah. Don't forget it. Like, tell your story, know your story. I think for us, like there's been times where we've been like, we did it. Like, remember what we were, we were what we did. And that is the part that I think has helped in other times when it's now a new hard, new levels, new devils, like new heart of like, but, but, but we did it there. We can do it now. And so you're right. The story is, is better when it's hard, but, but then the advancement is even more because we're going to fight it and we're going to get it. And yeah. We're going to keep going. That's what? all really good. You have it, another thought? No, I have another thought. It's the other side of this coin. Okay. Um, and my big sigh was because I'm not good at it. Yeah. Which is rest. Yeah. Well, that's a whole another one we'll do at a certain point when we well, get Well, we there. need to do it soon. Yeah. Even if even if we have a podcast where I just say, man, I don't know. <laughs> but, but like, yes, fight, struggle, grind, wake up early, go to bed late, build the thing. But also... We have to learn how to take our foot off the throttle right. or else we're going to get burned out. Well, we have to, it's what you talk about, the struggle. We, we, we have to identify that the struggle comes first and then the comfort can come after. The rest can come after. Yeah. That um, we we have to exert the energy, give the time, and then we've we've earned some rest. It's not that we, because what can happen easily is we just rest because, well, I'm getting my rest in and then we just stay there forever. And yeah. so once you've struggled, no, you ha you have to. You have to get rest. It's something that my counselor and I have been working through for me for the last year and a half of like understanding that 
there's physical rest and mental rest. It, it, oh, we need to do a whole episode on that. We should, because yeah. it's it helped and it transformed my life to understand that, like, yeah, I was laying on the couch, but I was still texting and working on my phone. It's not yeah. helping me. But we have to, once we've accomplished the hard thing. I mean, I don't know. Again, I'm not. I don't do the weightlifting thing, but I do know this. When you do the big heavy weight, recovery time needed. You have to have the recovery time in between, yeah. right? Or yeah. you rip your muscle. Yeah. And yeah, the same is true. Uh, it, the heavier the weight. Probably also the little more you got to pay attention to yeah, the recovery Yeah, the more time. intentional you are about your sleep. See, I did, I did a good uh, your sleep weight, and your analogy. and your nutrients that you're putting right. in, and the amount of time that you're resting the muscle in between in between sessions. And so, I uh, I like absorbing content that is like push it, grind it, do it. Uh, there's a guy named Jocko. Um, who's like ex-Marine. Always. Someone I have no idea who And so Jocko is like that guy or another guy named David Goggins. And so he's like, you can do it, run, push it. Uh, You don't turn on the Zen music that's like, rest now. No, but I need to. (laughs) Yes. And so there's a balance that I have not yet all the way learned. And do you know what maturity is? Is balance. Right. And so, like, if you're a person who's unwilling to take the risk and not going to get out of your comfort zone, you need to listen to this one. Right. But if you're the person who works all the time and never stops and never slows down, then you'll need to listen to the next yeah, one. Yeah, just learn from us that it's not you, – you will get to an exhausted place if you don't, uh, if you don't rest, and we're going we're gonna to talk about okay, that. Okay, next podcast, next week, next episode. Bailey hates when I do this. We'll do one on rest. Okay, sounds good. Love okay. it. Love Guys, y'all. love you. Thanks for engaging. What can they do to help us yeah. get the get the message of the tug of more out? No, share it with your friends. Send them a link. Just text them. Like right now, you're wherever you're watching it. There's a share There's a little arrow that you can click and share it to your friends. Just text them and say, Sharing "Hey, this was good for you. For me, I might be good for you." Uh, or or if there's another one that you've another episode you listen to that's good for you, share it on your Facebook, Instagram. Man, it means a ton to us if we're adding value to you. Yeah. And so the way we know that is if you're sharing it and letting us know and commenting about it and saying what's up. Cool. Here's that sweet music. Love you guys.